Podcast. I'm your host, Noah Nichols, alongside my co-host, Kessler Burlingame. Today on the show, Kessler and I will be breaking down the wildcard weekend and previewing the divisional round of the playoffs. We will also hand out awards. How are you doing today, Kessler? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. I'm excited for this week of football, and this past week was very entertaining. So It, it was very entertaining. Unfortunately, school has started back up again, so getting back to that uh. grind. Yeah, constant headaches. Yeah. All right, let's begin with major headlines. The Cowboys finally fired Jason Garrett. It took them like half a week to say we miss you and try and find any sort of position in the organization where he could be. I guess he couldn't even be a janitor or anything. They couldn't retain him whatsoever. Yeah, I, I knew I saw this one coming, but I didn't think it would take them this long. But I but I've heard, you know, Jerry Jones is like he treats his staff like family almost and him and Jason mm-hmm. Garrett were pretty close. So it I mean, so obviously that's tough for the both of them, but the Cowboys are the expectations for that team are always super high because they're quote unquote America's team. So moving on with the Cowboys, they signed former Packers head coach Mike McCarthy. Personally, I am happy for him. I I I thought he was a very good head coach until that last season, but I'm glad he got uh, a new position. I heard he's been working on a new playbook and has been watching a lot of films, so good for him, and I hope he does. I think he'll do um, good things for the Cowboys. Yeah, I think he will bring the Cowboys up a step where Jason Garrett couldn't. I don't necessarily know it's like putting in Andy Reid or somebody like that in there where they're just going to be unbeatable, but I think he'll make better use of the talent that they have where Jason Garrett obviously was doing not anywhere close to the job he should have been doing. Panthers signed a Baylor head coach, Matt Rule. From what I can tell from this hire is... Well, not really much because he was a college head coach. That's that's great. He did a really good job with Baylor this year, but college and the NFL are so different. I don't necessarily know what true. to I, I don't know what to expect from this, but I think it's uh, my question is is he going to be better than Ron Rivera? Most likely no. So why why get rid of Ron? Ron, it Ron make Rivera sense to me. Ron Rivera, I feel like, started out very strong um, with the Panthers, but over the past few years, he's kind of trailed off a bit. The Panthers in general, like, past two years start off super hot and play well and then just fall off. Like, they started off this year pretty hot and they fell off, and I think the owner, I I don't know who the owner's name is, I just got tired of it, so... I'm not sure if this is a great decision. I mean, Baylor's a was a really good football team this year. So, and it's I I find it kind of funny that Matt Rule was like, "No, he doesn't want to he didn't want to leave Baylor. Uh when you get offered 64 million dollars, you're going to leave Baylor." Yeah. And um the he was going <laughs> to go talk to the Giants who also wanted him, but the Panthers like added an extra 5 million or whatever to make sure they didn't want Matt they didn't Rule want him to going get anywhere on, else. They didn't want him to get on the plane, so yeah. That was kind of funny. Also, a weird hire for the Giants, so I guess freaked out when Matt Rule got hired and hired Patriots special teams coach Joe Judge to be their head coach. So a lot of people are saying, oh, it's press conferences, they're all great, whatever, culture's going to change, and this and that, whatever. 
He's never been a head coach on any level. He's never even been an offensive coordinator any level. He's been a special teams coach. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a huge I, leap. Mm-hmm. I could see this possibly working out. I think where their idea behind this is, um, I don't know if you knew this, but uh, John Harbaugh was yes, uh, I did. special teams defensive back. So I think they're trying to think maybe he can do it. And he was a wide receiver coach, but at the same time, that's. But look at the great job he did in New England. (laughs) (laughs) But the thing about uh, special teams coaches, that's the only coach that talks to the entire team. Like in every practice, they will talk to the entire team because really it falls down to special teams a lot. And um, so this could go well. I think it, I think it's going to take a year at least for this guy yeah. to pick it up. That's my thought on it as well. I think the changes will be very minimal this year because he's getting used to being a head coach. But I think they, if they keep him in the next three years or so, there should. I would. I think there's going to be a bigger sign of improvement than they had from um, the previous head coach who I totally blanked, Pat Shermer. Yeah. Eagles part ways <clears throat> with offensive coordinator Mike Groh. I think that's how you pronounce it, Mike Groh. Uh, they, should, they should part ways with whoever their strength and conditioning coach is because apparently they can't <laughs> stay healthy on that team. Just that's, like... that's very true. I just thought of this, but... A lot of uh, a lot of noise is surrounding the Chiefs' um, offensive coordinator. I th- I forget what his name is. It's like Mike uh, something or other. Um, it's, it's such a weird name. I I can't remember all of it. Um, but he's getting a lot of head coach attention and that sort of thing. And people are saying, well, he might go to the Browns or whatever. There, um... what if he went to the Eagles? Because they the Eagles just got rid of their offensive coordinator. If I was I've got to look up his name, but if I was his the, name I'm, is Eric B. Oh wow, that is a weird name. Bien-Enemy? I don't know how to say it. It's yeah, 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 yeah. Eric Bieniemy. If I was Eric Bieniemy, I would say either I get a head coaching job at the Browns or I can be the offensive coordinator for the Eagles. I would pick the Eagles. I can keep. I can keep doing really? my job. Yeah, because I know you can be a head coach. Maybe you make more money, but it's the Browns dysfunctional. Or you can have the Eagles, great organization. You have some weapons there. You have Carson Wentz, a pretty good old line, Miles Sanders, and it's an easier job. So that might be a consideration for Eric Bieniemy. Yeah, okay. And last but not least, the and last major headline. The dynasty is dead. <laughs> it feels good. It feels good. Especially with I mean Tom Brady's basically said he's not going to retire. But he may be leaving. Their special teams coach just left. Josh McDaniels, if I were him, I'd be getting the heck out of New England while I still can. There's yeah. rumors There's rumors that Belichick might leave. I doubt yeah. it, but there are rumors. Yeah, I the dynasty is over. To me, when I saw this, the Patriots dynasty began when they beat the Rams about 20 years ago. And it ended when they beat the Rams again. In the Super Bowl, so even I that twelve that, and four this season was that was the most not twelve and four, twelve and four I've ever seen. 
people giving the Packers to crap for 13-3. Anyways, um, <laughs> major injuries. We're moving on. Uh, Eagles quarterback Carson Wentz left the game with a concussion. I'm per- I'm gonna be 100 percent honest. I'm pretty sure this is the sole reason reason the Eagles lost. I agree. But that that sucks for Carson Wentz. He worked so hard to get here the past three years and always gets injured right at the end. And this time he yeah. finally made it, and bam, out again. Which so, they kept Nick Foles, huh? <laughs> yeah. Um, Ravens Mark running back Mark Ingram questionable with a calf injury. Um, their backup has been playing well, but I, I if I were the Ravens, I would want Mark Ingram in. So yeah, it's good news for the Titans. It's very good news for the Titans. So not so good news for <coughs> the Seahawks. Forty no, Niners. No, 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 I mean the Vikings, the Vikings. 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 49ers linebacker Quan Alexander will be activated from IR tomorrow on Friday after leaving the season earlier with a pec injury. Um, it, he's expected to return tomorrow. Yeah. There's no 100%, but he is expected. And if he comes back, that makes that 49ers defense that much better. Way better. He's a really fast, good inside linebacker. That just That's not something the Vikings want to play against. Um. Yeah. Texan Texans wide receiver Will Fuller is expected to play. He had a groin injury, which has um, plagued him the past few weeks. Yeah, he has. He hasn't played probably. I'd say five weeks. I think at this point, I expect him <laughs> to play as well. But I wouldn't necessarily be surprised if halfway into the second quarter, it reaggravates and he has to leave. Yeah. Vikings wide receiver Adam Thielen had to get stitches on his ankle after an injury during practice. I really don't know how you do that. Nobody uses knives or anything during practice. I don't think anyone uses metal cleats in the NFL, right? That's just baseball. I don't don't know. I'm pretty sure that's just baseball. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's just baseball. I mean, I guess an offensive lineman jumped on him or something. Yeah, I don't know how on earth that happened, but he is listed. (laughs) He is. He will oh, be questionable for this week. Like, what were they? What were they doing? Have like knives or metal stakes set up to represent defenders? I, I don't know. He tripped over one of the heaters on the sideline. <laughs> that would be so funny. Um, this is bad for me. Um, Packers defensive tackle Kenny Clark is questionable after being limited all week in practice with a back injury. Now. The only reason the Packers defense is okay, I, I'm I'm not sold on them being great. I mean, they played great the past few games, but is is because of the pass rush. Mainly Zadarius Smith and Preston Smith, but Kenny Clark has gotten in there a bit too. He's a good run stopper. So yeah, that's that's not a good sign. If he's been limited all week on Friday, I don't have the injury report right in front of us, but um. If he was limited on Friday, he's probably not going to play. Yeah. If he doesn't practice tomorrow, he's probably going to be ruled out, which sucks. Ooh, this is unfortunate for the Titans. Line uh, Wide receiver Adam Humphreys has been ruled out with an ankle injury, though he which hasn't he's really been, been out used. for weeks. Yeah, he, he hasn't when really he, been he When he's in, he was – I mean, Mariota used him a good bit, but Tannehill not as much. But this one is really bad for the Titans. Linebacker Jayon Brown. Yeah. Uh, ruled out with a shoulder injury. That's that's very unfortunate. They, I, like, 
if they were going against, I don't know, the Chiefs or something like that. Okay, he's whatever. Re- he's one of the main reasons the Titans won because when they were on the goal, well, no, we'll talk no, about that no, later. that was um, was that? Yeah, was... we'll talk about the later. Uh, wrong player, but oh, I thought that was him. No, oh, it was Rashawn no, Evans. Uh, yeah. Oh, what? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. Still, Jalen Brown is a great linebacker. Yeah, he is a good. He is very good pass rusher. Yeah. All right. Let, <clears throat> let us move on to wild card weekend review. First up, we've got Bills versus Texans. Kessler, what did you think of this game? So I was watching this in the background um, while I was doing other things. So I wasn't paying a whole lot of attention. I did manage to watch every single game. I'm proud of myself. I watched every single game wild card weekend. Um. From what I did see from the Bills, they their defense looks continued to look great, like normal, and they hey sixteen to zero at halftime. That's amazing. But then they lost twenty two nineteen in overtime. Half, <laughs> halfway through the third quarter, everyone <sighs> decided to stop playing football on the Bills side of the ball. The Texans for the looked flat. They looked awful the first until halfway through the third. Deshaun Watson is super good. <laughs> I think he's underrated. I don't think he gets enough credit for what he does. Like, he defied gravity while breaking that sag. I that, can't remember what... Honestly, in my opinion, I mean, great job by him, but I think the defender, the I second he defender, push him up. Yeah. kept him up. I've seen that so many times where a running back or quarterback gets, gets hit and then another defender knocks him back up. But that's not but, the first time he's done that this season. Yeah, and he's he also spun out of it and then threw a pass for 34 yards to get a first down. It's yeah. he's him and Mahomes is probably something we're going to see a lot. Him versus Mahomes. Um I thought it's like a unfortunate loss for the Bills. I think maybe it was a not have they weren't they weren't used to be getting the playoffs the first time they've been there and well actually only like two years but but before first that, time it was Josh Allen's first time Josh Allen's gotten in the playoffs true playoffs. and this is um, Deshaun has been there at least one year no he's um I can't remember he's been there multiple times I think but or at least twice I think this shows you how important playmaking receivers and quarterbacks are in the NFL right now. You can have amazing defenses, but all it all it takes is one play and the score is cut in half and it's it's just so I don't know. It's it's an unfortunate loss for the Bills. I would have liked to see them advance, but this seems like what the Texans do every week is just almost lose and then come back and win. They Yeah, they never, that's pretty they, accurate. I, the Texans are so up and down. I I don't know. They're, yeah, they're such a off and on team. That's why I thought they would lose because they're always off and on. They never know what how they're going to come out and play. But um, overtime, twenty two to nineteen. I think Josh Allen has the potential to be a good quarterback, but right now he really he has an arm. He has a cannon, but he needs to work on his accuracy. Sometimes yeah. the sacrifice of throwing so powerfully like he does is accuracy yeah because you you just learn when you're younger in high school and in college or whatever nobody can 
you can just gun it in there and you don't have to worry about being accurate. But in the NFL, everybody's fast and that you'll throw an interception or two if you're not accurate enough. Let's move on to Titans versus Patriots. This was a great game, even though I only got to watch part of the first half, first quarter and the entire last quarter. I loved this game. This showed the world what the Patriots are. They're just Bakers. great defense, crap offense, and the defense can't always do anything, everything. Also, Derrick Henry, like, just... Absolutely insane. 201 total yards and a touchdown. Yeah, I, I don't Hello. know. I don't know. And they were stacking the box, and Derrick Henry is... They had like He's still bulldozing he, through everybody. He averaged uh, six and a half yards, and there were sacked boxes pretty much the entire game. He's going to reset the running back market this season, or this yeah. offseason. Tannehill was not very good. The receivers weren't very good, but it didn't matter. All they needed to do was run to Derrick Henry. When um, they did we, throw it, they it wasn't great. I mean, they had a couple completions, and I mean, yeah, but it was it was Tannehill. Tannehill's so highlights that game was handing it off to Derrick Henry. <laughs> yes, pretty much. Um, probably the most important part of the game was the Patriots were on the one first and goal from the one. And they were not able to get it in uh, thanks to amazing tackles by Rashawn Evans. He just showed off his speed and made huge splash plays. Yeah. Um, what did you think of the game? I'm assuming you watched more than I did. Well, actually, you would be wrong. Um, so I started to watch this game, but it was a very long day. I fell asleep at halftime. I woke up with oh. one minute to go in the fourth quarter. So basically, I didn't miss much because it was a shutout the whole second half. I did get to see Logan Ryan's pick six, which was <laughs> beautiful. That was great. That was awesome. I, I was so that. sad I missed it, but I was just sitting there. falling. I was falling asleep since the first quarter, but it was good from what it I saw. It was a of it. slow game. It was a very slow game. But I, I, hey, good job, Titans. Uh, a lot of people said you wouldn't do it, especially Patriots fans. But hey, we believed in them, and look what they did. They it was did a it. Great win. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of of a team nobody believed in except for themselves, and nobody picked except for themselves. Vikings versus Saints. Vikings win twenty six twenty in overtime. I watched the <clears throat> entire game. I did too. Um. The Vikings just were the better team. I don't want to hear no crap about the, well, it was a pass interference on Kyle Rudolph. And well, yeah, well, well maybe no. if you did a no. throw an interception and fumble, yeah, then you can talk yeah. about it, all right? Also, they were still on the one-yard line and had Dalvin Cook. You were probably going to lose anyway. Yeah. Um, it, it was, it was I, I don't know. Kirk Cousins played better than Drew Brees. Taysom Hill played better than Drew Brees. <laughs> and I and think really, yeah, he kind of did. <laughs> I think, I think this is the end of another dynasty. I think you, the Saints really? dynasty is over. Yes, I okay. don't think they can get over the hump. They, they just really... they yeah they can't you're, they you're can't right. do it. They've done really good the past few in the regular season. Then playoffs, they just can't perform. Wow, yeah. Now that I think about it, kind of. So I have to tell a quick story. Um, so 
first week back to school, right? For me. Uh, one of my friends that listens to our podcast comes up to me and is like, so I heard your rant about the Vikings. <laughs> How'd that go for you? <laughs> I I didn't really realize it. I went back and listened to it. I went off on the Vikings for a solid <laughs> minute. And I feel bad. <laughs> but mainly, you know, mainly that rant was fueled by my despise of the purple pe- people eaters. But... The purple people <laughs> No, good, it's good understandable. Job. They just, Nobody, they performed I mean, way better than expected, and they got the job done. So good for them. Cousins finally played well in a primetime game. Um, I believe after after the after the win, they were in his locker room, and he, you know, he was got like famous that? for how do you you, you like, like that? that? Yeah, he's, he basically only said one thing as he gathered everybody around and, and then shouted, "You like that?" And everybody went crazy. It was yeah, so funny. that was funny. Um. Uh, so so far this decade, Kirk Cousins has more playoff wins than Tom Brady and Drew Brees, and I think uh, Aaron Rodgers also, but he hasn't played yet. So shut up. I, it'll be more wins than Russell. So does than Aaron Rodgers has. So does Tannehill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's wow. funny. All right, last game, the most boring in my opinion: Seahawks versus yeah, Eagles. Was... Um. If if I think if Carson Wentz were in this game, this would have been much way more entertaining. But I agree. The Seahawks, was... uh, something that was, you know, pointed out to me, or not pointed out. I figure I realize this. The Seahawks, str- well, besides DK Metcalf, they struggled against the Seahawks, who aren't that really that good. They you mean the Eagles, the not the. Did Seahawks. I say the Seahawks? I meant the Eagles. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm sorry. But they limped into the Eagles limped into the playoffs, and they sh- probably should have gotten blown out. I agree. I think they should have gotten blown out. I think it was a great job by the great effort by the Eagles to stick around. But I, I mean, I think this is how the Seahawks win games. They just tend to be close, but Russell Wilson just pulls it out. Though. I think the game But no wasn't... one gives them crap for winning games crappily like that. But if the Packers do it, it's just a big never. Okay, go. <laughs> I think this <laughs> game wasn't as close as the score is. I think it was like 17 to 3 at one point or something like that. It it wasn't close. close. The Eagles had a hard time moving the ball. They couldn't score in the red zone. Also, they couldn't get any pressure on Russell Wilson. None. And even on third and longs, he would just run around and then throw to DK Metcalf. Even or when they did get pressure, like well, the Eagles' offensive line isn't that great. But the um, the Eagles' only good pass rusher is Fletcher Cox, and he, well, he can't do it all by himself. Yeah, he can. But sorry, <clears throat> um, sorry. good effort. By sorry. The way. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm not done yet. Hold on, I want to talk about AJ McCarron and how I feel bad for him. Oh, okay, my bad, my bad. But I don't know if you saw this video, but AJ McCarron, he um, he was upset. Oh yeah, he, he was he really was upset. Crying, yeah. I, I feel, I feel bad for. I, I mean, you're 40 years old. You got pulled out of retirement just to back up, be a backup on the Eagles. Which hey, I, if I. I would have done it. I didn't. I wouldn't expect to go in at all. I just. I mean, well, you get paid millions of dollars, so. True. Just sit on a bench. <laughs> yeah, so I would, I would, I would go back for one more joyride, but then you get thrown in, to a wild card game. 
I mean, and you, half your team is already dead. The crippled. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure one of their starting no, I'm not pretty sure. This was a fact. One of their starting wide receivers um started in the AAF last season. Wow. Um Yeah, so, it's it's, it's <clears throat> unfortunate. So final question before we go to break. Did you think that the hit by Jadavion Clowney on Carson Wentz was dirty? <sighs> Or was it like I, a dirty hit, but accidental now, dirty hit? In slow motion, it absolutely looks like a dirty hit. But if you play it in real time, which most people aren't doing, they're just looking at slow motion and be like, oh, he did it. Yeah. No. If you look at it in slow motion, I can. I think. I don't think it was intentional. Yeah, I think, I think it was like what you said, an accidental dirty hit. I don't think that was intentional. Yeah. I don't think he I mean he'll probably get fined, but I don't think he should be suspended. I think it was an accidental dirty hit. I have a thought on cur- helping people understand slow motion and how how much it slows down is they should put like a time counter up at the top of what they're showing. Oh, so like that, the play clock as it's going. Yeah, or whatever so they have it, it, it let's imagine Clowney's coming in and he's delivering the hit. But then they have it on. It's like one 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 thousandth of a second or whatever, and it's a counter. So it shows you that in real time, that was like point five, point a uh, half a second or whatever in real time, was yeah, when he made the decision to make the hit. So to help people understand, because when you see it in slow motion, they're like, well, well duh, he should have totally not hit him. Like it's so obvious, so easy, just whatever. It yeah, would help people yeah. understand. How fast the game is. All right, guys, we'll be right back after this short break. All right, guys, we are back from break. We are going to preview the divisional round of the playoffs. First up, we've got the AFC matchup Houston Texans. I mean, no, 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 I'm sorry. We have our AFC games. We're going to go over them first. Okay. We have the Houston Texans versus Kansas City Chiefs at 2.05 Central Time on Sunday. Um, I know, I believe it's 1.05 Central Time. It's 2.05 oh, is it? I may, have typed, yeah. I may have typed a few of these wrong. But that's that's fine. Um, I am really looking forward to this game. I think it's going to be a lot of fireworks. But No, I'm I right. Think... It's 2.05 Central. Don't question me. Okay. That is kind of weird. <laughs> Not like it matters. You really don't need to know the times. You look it up anyways. I just like typing them for fun. Um, <laughs> I'm worried kind of slightly for the Texans. I know they beat the Chiefs earlier this year, but the Chiefs' defense has been number one in the league since week 11. And I know the Texans just beat a really good defense but the Bills do not have anything close to the Chiefs' offense. Not, and the no. Texans' yeah. defense is not very good. So I could see a close game, but I'm going to pick the Chiefs. But I wouldn't be totally surprised if the Chiefs win by 10 or more. Okay. Um. So every, what everyone's saying right now is, oh, the Texans won in Arrowhead earlier this season. Da-da-da-da-da. Well, the Chiefs' defense wasn't playing like it is right now. And the Texans have only but only slowed down since then. 
even in the playoffs. That is true. So I think this is going to be a, and also the elephant in the room here. Andy Reid after a bye week. Isn't he like almost under? Yeah, he's got a it's a crazy record up. Wins. I'm actually curious. He does have a crazy record after a bye week. Um, hold on. <laughs> it's it's fine. Um, I think it's like fifty four and one or something like that. He's he's. No, that can't be right because there's only. That's that's not right. He can't be fifty wins. <laughs> He'd have to have played for like fifty checking. seasons. I think he's like twenty four and one. No, I don't think in that's the, right. In either. the regular in the regular season. He is um, seventeen and three. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good, I would say. Yeah, I'm gonna pick the Chiefs as well. All right, moving on to a game I'm really looking forward to watching, but might not be looking forward to watching at the same time. Tennessee Titans at the Baltimore Ravens. You go first. What do you think is who's gonna win? Whatever. So Tennessee. I mean, we're we're Tennessee kids here, around here. Um, so obviously, we're I'm not like, kids. You, okay, teenagers, teen <laughs> FLV. Ah, yeah, cool, whatever. Um, <laughs> um the <laughs> sorry, I had to take care of something. Uh, where was I? So. The Titans, I mean, the Packers are my favorite team, but the Titans are definitely my second. They're my up there. I've lived here my whole life. You didn't, but whatever. Um, So I want the Titans to win. I really, really do. And I think they have a, a shot, especially with Derrick Henry. Um, But I, I, I do think Baltimore will win this game. Yeah, I'm along the same lines of thinking as you. I... I root for – I'm a Steelers fan, as you guys should know, but my second team is the Tennessee Titans. And I've, I've lived in Nashville for uh, 12 years, something like that. Um, ha, but, 15, beat that. <clears throat> yeah, well, I whatever. Um, but I think I'm going to have to pick the Ravens because they're coming off basically a two-week bye – they have an amazing offense. Their defense has been playing really well. I think it'll be hard for the Titans to win. This is in Baltimore. They lost Jayon Brown. But, but, but I think could they see... Play... The thing is, the thing is, for me, the Titans are going to be confident because they just beat the Patriots in Foxborough. And I, in my opinion, I think the Patriots have a better defense than the Ravens. I do too, as well. And the Ravens are not very good against the run, so I think Derrick Henry is probably just going to run all over the place. So I do think the Titans have a shot. I don't. The only way they can win is the Titans' defense really has to step up. Yeah, or Derrick they... Henry needs to have a 300-yard game. Yeah, which the Titans' defense is pretty much what they are known for. Last year, they didn't have a great offense. But um, so hopefully, I hope the Titans win. I don't think they will, but I yeah. think this will be. Cl- <sighs> I think it'll be close. I'm gonna say the Ravens win win by a touchdown or more. I think okay. it. 
it will be close, and then at the very end, or some, something will happen, and then the Ravens in the fourth quarter will just be pulling away. Yep. All right, moving on to the NFC games. We've got first up is Minnesota Vikings at the San Francisco 49ers. You are an NFC um, team fan, so what do you think about this game, and who do you think will win? All right, so... I bashed the Vikings last week. Um, all right, you ready for me to say something that's going to blow your mind? You're going to pick the Vikings. Um, yes. Because, wow. in my opinion, before, before that whole crap went down last week, no, God, this hurts to say because I despise the Vikings and I ba- 